Hello there. Science fiction is an existential metaphor. It allows us to tell stories about the human condition. Isaac Asimov once said, individual science fiction stories may seem as trivial as ever to the blinder critics and philosophers of today. But the core of science fiction, its essence has become crucial to our salvation. Welcome. I'm sorry, I'm just coming through loud. Let me just turn myself down. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Herzog. And good evening, I am Miles P. McLaughlin. I'm Chrissy Raffensperger. And I'm Dave Sellers. Yes, it's fantastic to have Jen back. <laughs> yes. And for those of you tuning in that haven't tuned in in a while... Oh, that's a long story. That has to do with my son who kept mixing Chrissy up with another friend of ours called Jen, and therefore she has been infamously known as Jen. Yes. Here on the podcast. So, Jen, we're glad that you're back with us. I am glad to be back after shelter season. So, um, got, got a lot of, got a lot of people housed. Um, which is good. good. That's good. It's good. It's good. Um, you're doing the Lord's work. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um. So. And congratulations on the promotion. Yes, I will. I will be moving on to director of case management. So that's great. Um. Just a lot of a lot of good things happening, but also good things happening in my sci-fi world. So that's that's awesome. We want to hear about it. Well, Um, before we get before we get to that, let's um let's go ahead and uh, give us the menu tonight, Miles. What can we expect to dine on? So we will talk about what's going on in our sci-fi world. Uh, Star Wars fans, we're going to take a look at the first look of uh, Ahsoka. Um, we have some new Star Trek show news coming out. Uh, we're still talking about Picard Season 3 and The Mandalorian Season 3. And if we have time, we will drop our interview with uh, Carlos and Riley Alves uh, Rocky, whom I talked to at uh, uh, Farpoint uh, last February. Right. Uh, we also had some Star Wars news as well drop, so we'll have to share that as well in this uh, in this show. So we should we should yes. type that in there somewhere. But but before we do all that, we always start off with appetizers, and for us here in the diner, the appetizers are what is going on in our science fiction world. And Jen, I think because you haven't been here in like forever, we should find a little bit. Um, about we want the entire book list. No, don't do that. But we want we want the we want the you know what what are some of the highlights that you've been playing with in the world of science fiction these past couple months that we haven't. Oh, I've I've actually taken a break from some of my reading just because I started running out of books at the library because you know but I've decided I've said a drug addiction would probably be cheaper than my book addiction. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like when you read you as quickly as I do, a psychologist is recommending drugs. You heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recommend it. I simply said it was cheaper. <laughs> There's a difference. Um, no. yeah. Congratulations so, but, on all those promotion. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> So I mean, I, I haven't I haven't continuing a lot of so I'm continuing a lot of the series that I had I'd started earlier in the year. Um, I also got back into World of Warcraft because they came out with a new um, expansion. So of course I had to go check it out, and it was dragons. And I mean, who doesn't like an expansion that's all about dragons? Like absolutely pretty cool, isn't it? Like 
It it is. It is. It's really it's really cool. Do you know who Dave um, plays? Put- Dave plays. Wait, really? We'll get into that on my turn. <laughs> You've been holding out on me, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, have have my paladin. Um, decided I'm maining my, my paladin right now. So, um, mostly doing holy paladin as is my main. Um, I've been getting a little bit into tanking, so we'll see if I end up going into raids with um Bob and doing dual tanking with him. Um, I I really do enjoy dual tanking with him a lot. <laughs> So there's that. I'm um, also been watching just a lot of anime um, shows, just because they're they were short. They were a lot shorter than the other um, shows that you know the Star Trek shows and, and the um, Star Wars. Those are like forty minutes to an hour long episodes. Whereas um, a lot of the anime, I can just watch for like twenty minutes and then go do what I need to get done. Because when when I'm running two programs at the same time and I get really busy. Yeah. So I liked having, so most of what I've been doing was just things that I could do really short. What's your, favorite, like, what's your favorite anime right now that you are recently watched that you really got into? Oh, the one that I really got into, which surprised me was I finally um, decided to watch um, my hero academia just because everyone was like losing their minds about it. And I actually really enjoyed it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, these have such like, but of course I was like putting my, social worker hat on and i was like oh my gosh this is such good lessons for children and this is so good so like i you can't turn it off some days um but i just really liked the the lessons that it was that was depicting because i know a lot of like teens watch it um and it was just i was like this is really good like it could they could have taken um like this one guy they could have like made into like a really big bully and they actually gave him some nuance and like had him grow and was like you know here's his motivations and they weren't lame and i was like wow good for you anime i'm i'm proud of you really really growing up there so um that's what i was really into of course and there's demon slayer which is just killing demons so i mean (laughs) nothing wrong with that Nothing wrong with that. Uh, at all. Nope. So dragons and demon slaying. There you go. There you go. Dave, tell me a little bit about your science fiction world. Picard and Mando have been my weekly anticipated go-tos. Um, that's really been the, the real crux of it. And yeah, since you weren't here last time, Chrissy, uh, I, I, was sitting here the one day in front of my computer and got the urge to go back and play. I haven't played Warcraft in a while. Let me go download this and realize everything's been changed and updated and all of that. So when I finally remembered all of my login credentials and finally got logged in, I realized that I realized that everything I had had is gone because everything up to Lich King, I guess, is now in classics now. It's not even part of the full, the, the normal game anymore. Well, I mean, it's it there. Weird. It's it's there. It's in, well, yeah, if I play classics and stuff, but my guys weren't there even because that server's gone, apparently. They, they changed oh. all that up. No, they would have merged it with with another server. Well, whatever they might have done, I don't know. So I got, the, I, I went and got Dragonflight downloaded <laughs> on there, and then then that's when I logged in and found out, oh, my, the only character I had left was my 
my dwarf rogue from that was only a level 15 from back in the day and i was like oh yeah okay oh you can so level like, that up in like a day you're fine just go run oh, no. some dungeons I, I created another character so i've I'm, i got a level 44 warrior now i'm oh, sitting oh, in faction sir well he's a human okay good he's alliance good. yeah good oh yeah i was gonna yeah, go cause horde because i've never made a horde character before well, I mean, we we don't talk. The horde burned my tree, and we're just we're so salty about that. Those little <laughs> bastards. And Sylvanas is a bitch. I'm sorry. Anyways. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Um, well, but, she's the one who burned my tree. I was very upset about that. I liked that <laughs> tree. It was a very nice tree. Yeah. Um. So, all right. Yeah. What what server are you on? I, I'm on Anvilmar, the old all server right. I used to be on. Yeah. I I will I will have to get your your uh, Battle.net account, and we'll have to yeah. join forces. Because yeah, usually, like, this game, like, I, I only, the only time I've ever played with other people was when my brother used to play, and I'm talking, we're looking at, like, uh, 15 years ago, and that's been the last time I actually played with people. Yeah. So. I downloaded Don't worry, it. we'll catch you up, we'll catch you up, don't yeah. you worry. I downloaded, like, I five, five or six years ago, and Kiefer and I played a little bit, but he wasn't really into it, so I never pursued it further. But Oh, that's oh. a shame. I know, I know. I know. Well, now, now you got a reason, Scott. We can have the whole, oh, we can have a sci-fi diner guild. <laughs> <laughs> we would need to get Miles into playing it. Yeah. Okay, so I have, I have the healer. I'm assuming Dave is going to be DPS, so we got to, like... You know, well, who's going to be... Well, yeah, my guy's... Are you going to tank? This guy's tanking, yeah. Oh, you know what? Warriors are one of my favorite tanks to heal. I'm just going to say that. Oh, good. Like, I love them. They're they're phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I could get on my war. Oh, well, I guess I could just switch over to Protection Paladin, and then we could dual tank a raid. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> I got a wheel spinning now. Oh, there we are. There we are. Yeah. Miles, how about you? What's going on in your science fiction world? Um, so I'm still enjoying uh, Superman Lois on the CW. Um, the uh, I'm enjoying Quantum Leap and uh, the Arc. Uh, the Arc is going to wrap up, I think, this week. It's uh, first season. Um, also enjoying uh, Picard uh, and uh, uh, the Mandalorian. I am currently reading uh, Time Travel for Love and Profit uh, by Simon Archer. So, how is Quantum Leap? I kind of gave up on that show about uh, five or six episodes ago, I guess. I mean, I, I'm i enjoying it. It's it's definitely a different take because it, it used to be focused just on what um, Scott Bakula, the character Sam's adventures through Travel Through Time, but in this, there is a lot more going on. Right. There is more so than So it's one. more complex. It's more complex. There's more than one leaper. And um, actually, it wrapped up its, its last, its first season uh, last week. I was seeing if there was another episode that dropped. And so I'm, I'm assuming that, that that's it. But I enjoyed it. Is that the one where they leapt into the future? Yes. Yeah, so the, 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 the new leaper, uh, he does leap into the, into the distant future. Well, not too distant future, but then he, he goes back to his present to try to uh, fix things. So I'll just leave it at that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm liking it. If uh, it's there, pick up if, if 
if you want. I don't know. Did, did you lose interest in it? Is that why you kind of stopped? Or yeah, I just didn't. Um, I did think about going back to it, but right now I've, I haven't. I may go back to it to finish it up, just to <clears> give it a full season run before I really make a judgment call. I began to lose my interest. Uh, I think when the mid season break, you know, when they came back from the break, I watched one or two, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. But I gave it a good run. It just didn't capture me. But I, I'm now in a place with a lot of shows now. I mean, there's a one. There was a time when I was more of a completionist. I wanted to see how it ended. But if I'm forcing myself to watch it, I've just I I, I won't continue anymore. There's yeah. a lot of shows I just kind of stop watching. Yeah. After watching several episodes. Life is too short, and there are too many good shows and books out there to force yourself to finish something. That you're not enjoying. Yeah. That is true. I'm not getting any younger either, so you know, no. I will make good use nope. of uh, the time I have. Right. I, I've gotten that way about books. Like, if I'm not enjoying a book anymore, I'm like, even though I finish them really fast, I'm like, you know what? I'm just not enjoying this one. I'm just going to close it and find find a different thing to read or different place to watch or, yeah. you know. I have I have a book recommendation for you, Chrissy. Oh. This I know you stopped reading books. This is a book. How, did you read? I didn't stop reading them. Did you? Did, yeah, did I you, ran you out of money. Okay. Did uh, Did you read Priory the Orange Tree? I did. I did read it. Did you read the prequel that was released? I did not know that they wrote a prequel. No. Yes, and it is maybe even better. And there's dragons in it. Well, I do like dragons. Yeah. So this is most of the time if you tell me there's dragons involved, I'm like, I'm there. I'm there. So this is a day of fallen night is the prequel to it. And I'm invested. I'm invested. Like the character development, the growth is is as good as Priory was. So Yes. So there, that's my recommendation. That's what I'm reading. That's one of the things I'm reading. So Oh, do you have like a physical copy? Like uh, no, I I, I listen to it. Curses. Yeah, I know. I know. Sorry. Um, so that's what I'm reading right now. Uh, what else am I doing? I'm watching a lot of League of Legends when it's on. Um, I am invested in Picard. And absolutely loving it. Sad that there's only two episodes left. Um, Mandalorian. Um, I know if M were here, she would say at the last episode she wasn't thrilled. She thought it was kind of pandering to the fan base. But I like Jack Black and Liza, Lizzo, whatever, and um, and Christopher Lloyd. I like, I love, I loved, I loved the episode, and I love what they're doing with Bo-Katan's character and getting it, getting, um, you know, she's rising up to lead the Mandalorian faction, and um, and I'm okay that Mando's not the one doing it because I just love Katie Sackhoff, and um, I think it's a, it's, it's great, and um, so I'm interesting to see where they where they go with it, so. And they, they have some interesting twists. Um, some perhaps the entrance into maybe bringing either uh, Thrawn into the series or they bring Juan Carlo Esposito back in because he's not there. But I have a feeling the person that busted him out was Thrawn, if I were to make a bet. So that is my uh, that is my guess. So I can't Look wait at Dave's face. Yeah. He looks like a Christmas. I love it. We've been dialoguing about it, been dialoguing about it. We know that Thrawn is back because we saw him in the Ahsoka trailer, but we'll talk about that in just a little bit. 
Um, really enjoying Picard, as I said. Oh, the other one that I am really enjoying got Dave into was Rabbit Hole. So Rabbit Hole's not uh, science fiction per se. Maybe what we sometimes consider is like spy-fi, this uber future, like everything's a conspiracy. If you watch 24, you will love this show because it is 24 on steroids uh, with Kiefer Sutherland again. You know, Kiefer, my son's namesake. And um, this, um, it is it is pretty fantastic. And the characters are pretty are, are interesting, compelling, and you aren't sure who to trust. And I think this is what the, you think you understand one thing, and and they're like, um, sorry, Scott, Dave, uh-uh, that's not what you think. And the rugs pulled out from under you, and you're like, whoa, mind blowing. And the same with, did you watch fourth episode yet? I have not yet. Okay, but say it, it is, it's yeah. just a fantastic show. I cannot. If you have any sort of conspiracy element, this reminds me of like the X Files a little bit. Uh, again, um on steroids and 24 certainly of who do you trust who, you know, and, and so I love it. The rabbit hole it's on streaming on Paramount. And, um, when I don't have a guitar to Mandalorian to watch, I'm watching that. So, and not regretting it one bit. Well, I, I do, I do have to get on Paramount for Star Trek. So I guess while I'm over there, maybe I can check it out. Um, cause I, I, I'm cheap or, I will I will switch my subscription service like every couple months as to what I'm watching. So just Please. because I don't feel like paying all a whole bunch of money for a ton of different subscriptions because I'm like, listen, I only really have time to do one or two shows anyway. So I just gonna like like okay, I'm watching all of this stuff on this streaming service, I'm watching all of this stuff on that streaming service. The fact that we have, mul- like, totally the fact that we have multiple subscriptions, that in itself is part of the conspiracy to keep the American person down to keep you yes. entertained while you get screwed in opiate for the masses. Your life. An opiate for yes. the masses. Are, right? are you not entertained? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Pay no so attention that, how we pillage you. Yeah. So uh, I know you're enjoying the show, Dave. Um, Miles, are yeah. you watching the show at all? Uh, no, but I'm going to check. I'm going to check it out. So, um, yeah. I enjoy spy fi Action shows, so um, it. I, I'm going to need new shows, to, new new show to watch soon. So yep. I, I will check this out, and I will let you know what I think next time. We absolutely. It it is compelling. You have to you have to watch, and you have to pretty much pay attention. Yeah, it's not one the of these shows you can like casually have on in the background. Yeah. If you do that, you miss it. And it's compelling enough to make you want to right. stay. Keep your attention to it. it. It's it's terrific. Let's see how far the rabbit hole goes. But, but yeah. So uh, anyway, so uh, I believe that's it for my sci-fi world. And um, so that's great. All right. Well, why don't we, uh, it looks like what we have on uh, the first docket is to talk about the Ahsoka trailer. You guys want to talk about that first? Yes. Yeah. Why don't we watch that and get our uh, first reactions? All right. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and play this and you guys can check it out yourself. And then we'll talk in about a minute and a half. Something's coming. Something dark.
I sense it. This is a new beginning. For some, war. For others, power. In a while, things have changed. I started hearing whispers about Thrawn's return as heir to the Empire. We have to prepare for the worst. Jedi fell a long time ago. There aren't many left. Perhaps it is time to begin again. All right, so uh, what did you guys uh, think here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I wish we'd be a little happier. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, this is basically Rebels 2.0, as I told Dave earlier today. Oh, that whole preview, the first time I watched it, I sat there feeling like, uh, what's his name in that, uh, that one meme? Oh! Oh, yeah. <laughs> snapping and pointing my finger at yeah. DiCaprio. <laughs> she said the thing. <laughs> she said the thing. So there were so many cool moments. First of all, it's significant that the Lucasfilm logo is red, right? Um, yes. The uh, red eyes of Thrawn, maybe, or the red eye, the red of the Sith. The Sith light, the, the lightsabers you're seeing aren't really true red. They're looking orange to me, mm-hmm. which implies something, which I'm not sure what. So I'm going to ask you two because you they're they're Sith light. Yeah, they're they Sith without the calories. Got it. I Sith not not Sith enough. Yeah. They're like they're you know they're they're, they're not quite you know like if the Sith were like, like really like. Goth, they're, they're pseudo you know, they're, they're well, I mean, they're like they're like experimenting. They're like goth with color. <laughs> the, right, the hot right, topic right. of Sith. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. This <laughs> <laughs> oh, is still post Return of the Jedi, right? Yes. Yes. So yeah. so so, what's great? I love that one. There was that one scene that they show where Ahsoka just does a circle thing with her lightsabers, cuts a hole in the floor, drops down. Entirely cool. Like you had huh? me there, and then you have Harry. Gonna- Go ahead. No, no. Miles is going to ask a question. Well, so yes, I I, I I didn't watch all of Rebels, but I watched some of it, so I, I definitely recognize the uh, CGI characters being you know fully live action in, in this. So when you said uh, Rebels. 
2.0. I was like, yeah, def- it definitely is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, now, th- th- those other people wielding lightsabers, th- those are Sith Lords? We don't know. Yeah, I don't know that it's <clears> – <throat> they may be lackeys of Thrawn. We, we see at least two. There's at least two of them wielding lightsabers, right? Mm-hmm. Could they could they have been former Inquisitors and then like they So that's that's also a possible you know the Inquisitors are are around or were around as far as Obi Wan, but that's all <laughs> this is all pre I mean the Inquisitors were like Darth Vader's and the Emperor's lackeys, right? So Well, I mean, and then you threw him down a shaft, but I mean Darth Vader didn't throw all the Inquisitors down a shaft. I mean, he was a little, you know, he would he he died. Okay, like wait, spoiler, wait everybody. Darth Vader dies. You mean you mean you mean the Emperor? He threw down the shaft. Well, he threw down the he threw down, and then he died. Right, right. We saw the Force Ghost, and there was a funeral and a fire. Yep. I mean, I don't think you're coming back from a fire. Like, apparently, you can cut off legs and fall down shafts and all that other stuff, but fire. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's some. Maybe Darth Maul is going to come back again. We know he's around for God the Han Solo thing. He <laughs> he's already, he's already alive. He was, a, he was alive in Han Solo. So we know he's around yet. What do you think, Dave? What, what, what if? Guys, just kill him. Like, <laughs> what, what alien anatomy does this thing have? Like, I'm just, I'm just gonna ask that. Like, what, what at if? a certain point, yeah. You gotta die. Like shock to the system, blood loss is a thing. But the midichlorians in your body. (laughs) 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 And Dave pushed the one button that should not have been pushed. (laughs) Because I love pushing buttons. So what what if Ahsoka in that trailer? Kind of gave us a real hint as to who these guys are. When she said he's coming back as heir to the Empire, what if that was more than just a line of dialogue and a bit of a a clue that the oh, old guy, the old guy with the orange lightsaber, is I don't know Joris Sabayoth. Well, wasn't there a book in? I swear, it I was a Thrawn. Book. Yeah, part of the Thrawn it trilogy. Was the first is, Thrawn is, is, yeah, it's heir to the Empire. Yeah. Yeah, and in that Thrawn so most people for... are interp- most people are interpreting that line as that is Thrawn. But what if they're yeah. just playing with us? What if they're playing with us there and, and giving a hint as to some of that other stuff? Because in that book, Thrawn was looking for the Empire, Emperor's uh, secret storehouse where he kept all kinds of new experimental technology, all kinds of stuff. Clones. Yeah, and he had he had the, this clone of a, an old Jedi. Juris Sabayoth, who was the guardian of this thing. Well, what if this old guy with a light with that orange lightsaber is our version of Master Sabayoth? Well, to support that even further, what if that is the place that Ahsoka cuts herself into? Is that Mount Tanis? Yeah. Yes. Maybe. You heard it oh, here dude, first. I, I would. I, I would blow my right. top if that was the case. All right. I have to dust off the old. The old noggin and reread that book. I don't. Th- I don't think I've read that book in years. Oh, I, it, I listen to the. I listen to the trilogy a, at least once a year. It's only, it's only a legend. It's not really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But you know what's amazing? Wait, we they, they, Disney came out and said, oh, these are the legend books. But it's amazing how much stuff from Legends has worked its way back into Star Wars. Well, because that is obviously the good stuff and, the, and should have been canon to begin with. Fact, and Disney has since realized their mistake. You are, you are not, you are, you are arguing with the choir here. We, we, well, we, wait till we talk about the rest of the Star Wars announcements and you'll realize they haven't really learned their lesson. <laughs> however, maybe one good thing Disney did was, okay, by taking the books and saying, yeah, that's not canon anymore. Um, it gave a chance to bring Thrawn back. I mean, they... You know, yeah. Thrawn, Thrawn was alive. Um, po, well, well, this would have been around the same time, post Return of the Jedi. So he's alive now to, to do stuff with. Right. Yeah. yeah. You got a little more free reign to reinvent the character rather than lock him into what was already yeah. written. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to. You cool. don't need to change it. You can't mess with perfection. Well, well but but again, and, and this is this is one of those cases where. The original Thrawn, the original five Thrawn books that Timothy Zahn wrote back in the day, as amazing as they were, his new reimagination of Thrawn in, in the, the new trilogy of books he wrote and the way they portrayed him in Rebels, I think made that character even better. Yeah, facts. I mean, because you got you got into better. the conniving mind of yes of, of of Thrawn, which the original books you didn't because you you saw him outwardly, you saw him through yes. the eyes of Luke or Mara Jade or whoever. But yeah, because in those books, especially the the second trilogy he wrote, which was the the his little Thrawn prequel origin story thing, you forget that he is an Imperial Grand Admiral at one point because you start to blow that line between hero and villain. Right. And, and it, it, well, that's a whole different, different uh, sociological tale we could go into. But you, but you, you, it's, you, you, they you, made it better. You, are you talking about how the new books do that? Yes. Yeah, yes. because the new books you go on like, this guy's not bad, but yeah. is he? You know, you, a lot yeah. of double questioning. He has his own agenda that doesn't, that seems to line up with the empires, but at times doesn't. Yeah. It's they're, they're amazingly written. When we talked to Zahn last year, Scott, I asked, I, I asked Mister Zahn, I said, "What have you? What, where did you draw inspiration for the Thrawn character?" And one of the things he said was, "Well, I want to make him opposite of what you saw before, like opposite Darth Vader, and you know, opposite some of these other people you might have saw. Just he's more cool, calm, collected, more thoughtful, um, and more more logical and reasonable. In, you know." In what he does, and uh, but still, he's a you know, you know, he's still on Team Empire, right? Yeah, you know, it's funny. We we interviewed him. We asked him like, "What's the future?" And he played totally dumb, but he had to know this was coming down the pike. Oh this, yeah, this stuff oh, doesn't happen like overnight. So right, right. So. You, you don't you don't get to rewrite six books based on a character that's going to be in a cartoon at this for a season. Yeah. Now. Yeah. No, there's more to there's more to plan with this guy. He's got to be happy, happy as a clam that uh, Thrawn is coming as a live action character. Finally, yeah. makes him canon. So yes. So you know this kind of ties in a little bit. We talk about Star Wars announcements. You know, probably one of the announcements, one of the movie announcements that I'm kind of excited about is the idea they're going to tie the Mandalorian, Ahsoka, and Boba maybe Fett. Boba Fett. 
um, all into a, a a movie where the guy these things come together, which means not only we potentially will we see Thrawn in a TV series, but we may see him as the main villain coming down the pike in a movie, which is exciting. That potentiality is exciting. Yeah. So yeah, it definitely is, and yeah. Oh, there's just so much there you can do, oh, and it's it's terrific. Yeah. You know, and so that was what you know talking about the announcements. That was one of the announcements. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure that I care so much about the race story, but um, we'll see what they do. It. I was talking to uh, Joe Blowers, one fellow teacher, and he was like, well, you know, I never really hated Ray. It was the writing around Ray that I didn't like. Right. That, so that the character Ray itself, if you get the right scriptwriter, isn't so bad. But so that was the yeah, second I mean- movie. Yeah, and it's 15 years after Rise of Skywalker, and she's trying to rebuild the Jedi Order. So we'll, you know, we'll see how it goes. Maybe she can do a better job than Luke did. Yeah. There's <laughs> um, and see, like I hear all this stuff. I'm like, oh, it. I like the same star. And then I remember. And then I remember. Yeah, I told you you'd love it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I, what the, the and I just get so angry. <laughs> The, the 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 third one's kind of a wild card for me because you're taking it back yeah. to what is theoretically the first Jedi ever, right? So what does that look like? You know, thousands of years ago, you're in five thousand years. Yeah, discover the midichlorians. Right, so. right, right. You know, what are these things crawling around my butt? You know, it's it it it's, it's interesting. Like, what is what is the world of Star Wars five thousand years in the past? There's a there's a wide open landscape. So can they tell a compelling story? Absolutely. But well, I mean, you kind of just make it and like. So the question is, I'm like, do they? Is it like them discovering the force, or like are they force users, and then they decide like, hey, we should have like some sort of order around this. Like, how does this evolve? Where does it come right. from? Right. You know. No one like wakes up in the morning and says, "I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to start this brand new order of force users." There are people that do. They, they, there are cult leaders that do that all the time. Well, I mean, <laughs> you get these ideas from somewhere, though. Like right. they don't. Dis- I mean, I hope they don't just wake up in the morning and start. I'm going to go make up shit. Like I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they might. Maybe they might. They might. Dave, but I can like, see, I can also, see wheels. I can see wheels turning, Dave. Well, and and you have to, like, and I hope they don't just like you know make up something and just say like, okay, now it didn't change for five hundred five thousand years. I hope somebody like sits down and actually thinks about like, okay, so here's what the order looked like at the time of you know Anakin and Yoda, and how would that have evolved over five thousand years, and kind of like take it back to being like, okay, so this is what it looked like then to get us over here you know what i'm saying because if you look at like world religions and even like cultures you don't just have a culture stay the same for five thousand years that's just not how that works there's there's political things that happen and you know different movements in the in the religion you know different interpretations of religious script you know, and different theologians and all, like all of that stuff happens to arrive at a certain denomination, a certain belief system. And so I, I know I'm like probably asking them to put way more thought in this than they will because it's Disney. Well, but 
Yeah, the the uh, if anybody's ever played uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic, um, pretty much the Star Wars version of World of Warcraft. A lot of fun. Um, but if that's considered canon at all, in the timeline, that sits around thirty seven hundred years before the events of the original trilogy. This movie is going twenty five thousand years before the original trilogy. Right. Exactly. So it's going to be a cinema just the cinematography and the way they're going to run this thing is going to be interesting alone. Right. Much less how they're going to I tell mean, this story. Think of our own world just 2000 years ago what it looks like, the Facts. religions, the beliefs, the Facts. the ideas and then you take it even further. I mean like ancient ancient Egypt, like what that looks like. I mean, those are you know some of our earliest civilizations. What we're just learning about now is like five six thousand years old. We don't have a lot of artifacts from there. But sorry, I'm, I'm now going into my other nerdum, which is like <laughs> deep history um, that I love and adore. So, oh, well, sci-fi yeah. made use of ancient history for material before, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so I really hope they don't just be like, okay, so this is just what the Jedi Order is, and it's, it hasn't changed for 5,000 years, because otherwise, I will be preemptively salty about it. <laughs> so, two things. In the last movie, um, we find the library. Was it over the very first Jedi? Isn't that what happened where, where Yoda's at, where they try to burn it? Well, those are just the sacred Jedi texts. Oh, so but it's, so it's, they're not from the very first Jedi. I I it, I don't think so. I think they. I'll came have to go back and rewatch old, that scene because yeah. I forget. J- judging by the look of them, and, and if what I remember of the dialogue and the uh, the iconography on the books and everything, they came out of the old Republic. Okay. Well, well, pre Empire at the height of the right. Jedi Order. Right. Interesting. So, this is predating all that yet. So, who knows? I mean, it doesn't mean that those sacred texts weren't, you know, like copies of a more ancient text. Right, true. I mean, they they could have been. We don't know. Yeah. Right. So, it'll be interesting to find out. Yeah. Well, you know who would be the perfect director for this? Don't you dare say J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams would be Scott. fantastic to direct this series. I think I think that Disney should just hand this off to him. Only, and he would do only on one condition. There's a minimum of 10 lens flares. Oh God, I, I think there should be at least 20. I mean, all the lightsabers. You know with the lightsabers, there's so much you can do. Like it is... When the arc of the lights here, there could be a lens flare off the tip. They could totally right, do it. Right, definitely. <laughs> you know what? An entire entire movie, nothing but lens flares. Right. Nothing but light. Sign off of this thing right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so, okay, Dave knew where I was going with it the moment I said. Oh, right, right. <laughs> so the, the guy who's directing that movie is James Mangold. He directed Logan. Um, what else? That was his big one. See, you, 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 one you looked it up for. to make sure that I wasn't right. That's what you did. Well, yeah, I knew he, he was right. like really concerned. Right. Because I would have been burning this thing already on social media and our chats and everything like that if it was 
stupid JJ. Yeah. Now they they got away from him. Um, <laughs> you did that I'm salty. Look at this. I'm an angel in comparison. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Don't uh. get him started. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I'm looking at the guy's director. Yeah, who wrote the script, though? We we also need to know that because, like, a director can only do so much with the script they're given. I well. think George Lucas, maybe. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jeez, you were really, <laughs> you were really getting there. <laughs> we discover that the first Jedi was actually a gun. Uh, yeah, like. Jar Jar Binks. Oh, oh, yeah, it was actually a clone of Jar Jar Banks. There you go. You heard it here first. Looks like a looking floor. Who's boy? God, please. Uh, no. uh, <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. What if you have droids? Like, and what level of technology are they going to have? Or is it just going to be like. Yeah. 25,000 years in the past. I mean, it, that, that's. How how low tech are they gonna go? Yeah, that's that's what I want to know. Like, how low tech are they gonna go? And like, are they gonna have like some sort of like? Are they gonna like deconstruct history like back as they're doing? I mean, I'm thinking way too hard into this because if you I are. were approaching a a story, I would like really be like, okay, what do they do? Okay, okay, and this happened, this happened. I would almost be like, and then there was a the fall of this thing, and then there was a the rise of that, and then the intergalactic empire fell, and they went into. Almost you know, like you know, if you don't do a Chrissy, level. Now, Jen, if you don't do that, the the reality is all the nerds out there are going to be doing that. So they do right. need, they do need to kind of get this at least somewhat believable and somewhat right. Um, you know, like because I mean that's that's one of the reasons why I enjoyed reading like Foundations was because it was this intergalactic empire that then collapsed and then they had to rebuild it and there's all this intrigue and how that would work and how that would happen and so like are they going to have an idea of like how the civilizations rose and fell and how technology may have gotten lost and then rediscovered and then you know did they have different movements of like suppressing information and you know and who did what and yeah, yeah. it's all very I mean yeah. Well, before we move into Star Trek, let's talk about Mandalorian and our thoughts about how the current season is playing out, and um, and we'll uh, we will uh, talk about that. So, Chrissy, I know that you are not up on Mandalorian, right? I am not. I have zero thoughts except for whatever it is. I'm salty about it. <laughs> that, that's no, fact. You fact. won't make yeah. it salty. So. Anyways, uh, so uh, the past we we of course talked about the first couple episodes. Uh, how are you feeling about the direction, the development, especially I think of Bo Katan, um, but even uh, the way the series is playing out right now. I notice they're doing a fair amount of stunt casting for their um, supporting roles. I mean, in the one episode, the pirate uh, Tim Meadows popular comedian on Saturday Night Live. It, you know, he has a little supporting role where he's uh, playing a um, this bureaucrat for right. the New Republic. And then in this next episode, Guns for Hire, um, th- this caused a lot of controversy. I mean, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I thought the... But Jack Black and Lizzo are, you know, are, are guest starring in it and you know, a lot of pushback from the fans. I mean, and uh, I Christopher know. Lloyd. Now, and Christopher Lloyd, which 
Now, the Christopher Lloyd part, I thought he was he was great. He played a great um, character in that. Um, Jack Black, Lizzo. I mean, there's like they're they're supporting roles in that. I, I thought that I thought the point the, of doing that. I thought that the the characters they were playing though were totally Jack Black and Lizzo. You know, I mean, these are these these are the characters they had him played. They were playing him as you would expect them to play these characters. So it didn't bother. You're right. Them. It wasn't a huge departure. Right. This was the best thing I think I've seen Jack Black in probably almost ever, or at least since Tropic Thunder. Our School of Rock. Orange, Orange County. Orange County? Rock. Orange County? Nacho oh, Libre. My, okay. My, my, my question Nacho is, Nacho Libre. Why, why do you need to do that? Like, what's the point? Well, you got a one-off role, and these are probably fans of the show or know somebody, and they put them in these small rows. I mean, I'll give Lizzo credit. Her acting is far better than her music, and <laughs> really, I think she ought to stick to trying to do this yeah. personally yeah. but I, I i don't think i actually know who that is <laughs> don't worry you're you're not missing anything yeah she yeah. she's not all you need to do is look up a video on youtube of her playing one of the flutes what is it some patriotic flute that she got a hold of from the smithsonian and twerking to it yeah it was bad and it's, she's she's obviously hard. 400 pounds or something like that. She's heavy. So. Yeah, and her hit song, Where My Phone. It's just classic. It just rolls off the tongue and sticks. Right, yeah. Off. So it's it's really it's, it's really stuff. totally not not worth it. But I will say I'm, this. I'm, I'm not a fan of her, back. but I thought that she did a great job in she, The Mandalorian. I did not. She did a terrific job. I did not. So, uh, Miles, I want to come back to you. You, you called this stunt casting, which is something that – um, I, I mean, I always, you know, you, we always look at these as being, I always heard them referred to like cameos or they're, they're kind of like maybe some fan service maybe, but, um, use the word stunt casting. I, when I think of stunts, I think of this is a, someone that is a double that's kind of playing the, um, the role of another main actor in the show. So where, where are we getting stunt casting from? So I got the reference from it. It's sometimes for. Broadway or off-Broadway shows, they might get a popular rock star to, to be in the show. Uh, years ago, Paul Stanley from Kiss had the lead in, in a version of uh, Phantom of the Opera. Okay. And that's the term he used. Maybe I'm not using the term accurately. No, I, so uh, I, I mean, I get what you're saying. You know, they're, they're pulling like a publicity stunt, right? There's, and so so it, it does work. I mean, they're doing it to try and, oh, look, Jack Black's in it, or look, Liz is in it, or look, it's Christopher Lloyd. And there is something as you're watching it, like, because so I don't pay attention to like the news or like who's in what episode until after I've watched the episode. And so there is something when I'm watching the episode, I'm like, look, it's Christopher Lloyd or it's Jack Black. And it kind of brings a smile to your face. Like there's a familiarity to it. So I get it. You know, there is something to it, but there's never. Well, I mean, Disney has been doing that with like their voice actors since Aladdin came out when they were like all about Robin Williams. Oh, yeah, and they just absolutely. kept like doing it and doing it and doing it with, with Disney animated films, um, which kind of semi ruined them because they then just kept like throwing like famous actors into it just to draw thing people with like zero regard to whether or not they actually were decent in that role. But that's a whole nother rant I could go on. Um, and I think that's where like I come in. And and say, like, what? What's the point? Was this is 
it's having this person actually adding to the story to what's going on or is this like just you throwing it in to throw it in so that way you can slap someone's name on it i see what what so gun for hire right the 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 episode that we're referring to here i felt like the characters were playing the roles that were part of the story i didn't feel like they were necessarily in his filler, like, oh, there's a big name. There is. But I felt like they legitimately were playing the roles that they were kind of meant to play that advanced that story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't feel like they were like throwaway roles, but they, you know, could they have gotten another actor to play it? Absolutely. But I don't know. I, I felt like Jack Black, Lizzo, and Christopher Lloyd's character in this one, which is kind of the ones we're referring to, or even the Tim Meadows character. Um, if anything, the Tim Meadows character was much more a departure for what we know Tim Meadows for than than the three that were in Guns for Hire, in my opinion. I mean, you even go back to what was that first season of Mando when they had Bill Burr playing the? Oh yeah, yeah, he's the one of the stormtrooper there. Yeah. yeah, or what was it, Herzog that played the uh, evil? Um evil guy that was trying to acquire baby Yoda. Yeah. We're, oh, we're yeah, yeah. Her- Herzog, right. You know, well known. So, I mean, there's, it's not yeah. like they didn't pull other big name characters into it. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah it played it well. The episode was great. Yeah. Well, there well, we go. I, I was there for their judgment until I can actually sit down and watch it. Oh, you should watch it. You really should. It, it's, you won't be disappointed. It, it, it's on my, it's on my list of things to do. Now that you're free. Now that I'm now that I'm free, yeah. um, but it, it probably won't get down between now and next recording because I'm kind of going away for two weeks and I will be without internet access. Wow! Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Miles, you're going to Shifting gears a little bit, um, this I don't know if a, a controversy, but it definitely created conversation in the episode of um, the Foundling. We see a. Um, Jar Jar Binks make an appearance. Well, not Jar Jar, not, but the actor who voiced him and was the man in kind of like the stop motion uh, gear. Um, he, he had a, he had an interesting role in that episode. He played the Jedi that rescues Grogu from order 66. Um, now did. for me, I, I, I enjoyed it. And I, 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 I love the flashback to order 66. That was nice. And, you know, people, you know, well, how do we treat this? It's not redemption because the actor got a lot of flack for, for decades. I mean, I George didn't like Lucas's fault. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I don't understand people being like jerks to an actor doing their job. Like they're, they were paid to play this person. They played right. it. And if you don't like what they played, that's, that's not them. That's just, you didn't like the character. Yeah, I mean, that's writing and directing. Well, you know, yeah, and, don't, and don't was, hate the actors, guys. It wasn't, They're not. it wasn't really Jar Jar anyways. It was really the issue. I mean, any kid watching that movie that grew up and they were young watching like, you know, Anakin, this is pod racing, you know, and the whole thing, like they love Jar Jar because Jar Jar appealed to like, it was, it was, it was us older folks watching it and said, this is stupid that, but, but kids love Jar Jar. And so I don't know that it was a, uh, as big of a deal as it is to the, uh, the younger generation as it is to us, but yeah, and I was—I didn't even know that was him until I—I I read it or saw it somewhere else. I didn't know it was him until Miles just mentioned it. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm happy for the actor. He, you know, he gets his time in the sun. He gets to play a Jedi and he rescue, you know, rescues right. one of the most important. Yeah. By the yeah. way, we saw a we saw a we saw a relic of someone that looked awfully like General Grievous in one of the episodes. Uh, when, yeah, I, when they in episode two, when they go to the man's Man- Mandalore and he gets captured by that robotic creature, the way that creature walks, the way its joints are built, absolutely General Grievous two point <laughs> Even the way the they blend like biotechnology and 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 the way they in the robotic technology that was I rewatched I've been mean, rewatching it with Kiefer and and it was definitely General Grievous. Did you it, think it of that? Cool to see. Yeah, I did. And, and beyond that too, I mean, it was just cool seeing the battle droids again, just going on the fritz and causing chaos. Some of them. That, that was just. Neat to see. Yeah, I thought it was funny watching Mando just kick him and knock him oh, down. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we uh, don't get off of Star Wars, we're going to be here all night. Uh, I, I was just going to say we should probably get on to the Star Let's move into uh, talking about. Um, yeah, Miles, you put in here. We have some new Star Trek. We're going to talk about Picard, obviously. But let's talk about the new Star Trek series that were announced that uh, I guess you're excited about. I don't know much about it. I didn't read much about it. I didn't hear the announcement. That was about it. So this is official. Paramount has announced that's has announced uh, Starfleet Academy for launch with principal photography scheduled to start next year. It'll introduce us to a young group of cadets who come together to pursue a common dream of hope and optimism. Under the watchful and demanding eyes of their instructors, they will discover what it takes to become Starfleet officers as they, as they navigate blossoming friendships, explosive rivalries, first loves, and a new enemy that threatens both the Academy and the Federation itself. I try to find out when in the Star Trek universe this is taking place, but uh, 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 wasn't able to find any information. I'm guessing it's probably in the Discovery era in the 32nd century. Very good. Well, so are you guys excited about a Starfleet Academy? I'm probably more excited for this than I am for Section 31. I'm not sure. I'm, the Section 31 show they've been talking about for a while, I'm not, not sure I'm excited for that as much. But uh, this one could be interesting. I don't know. Section 31, like I'm picturing like James Bond in space, maybe. Um, <sighs> you know, 24 in space. 24 in space. That's yeah, where like, I was going. I, about, I, was, yeah. I was like, that, if they do it that way, it could work. Could work. Yeah. I, it, to me, I guess it depends on what they're trying, what they're going to try to do with it and when it's taking place. If you're going to turn this into a, a Star Trek version of Boy Meets World or Saved by the Bell, I'll give it a shot. Because it's Star Trek. Because it's Star Trek, and I'll watch it because that's just the kind of person I am. But if it's in that that future Discovery world, uh, I'm concerned about that too, Dave. Uh, I'm not a fan of thirty second century. No, I, I'm not. I'm not too down with that. Now, again, it depends. I mean, it could be if it's in that world and it's written the same way Picard has been written, or Strange New Worlds is being done. 
all right, I, I can buy in, yep. and, and I'll be a, I'll be all right. But not if it's running off the same thread and the same writers and the same crap as Discovery's been on. I, I'm not. Yeah. I'll watch it because I'll watch it, but I'm not going to like it. I'll watch it, but I'm not going to like it. <laughs> you, you'll watch no, it and you'll be. Don't reward that behavior, Dave. If you don't like it, don't watch it. But it's trash. Yeah. No, you're rewarding bad behavior and you're going and they're going to think that it's still okay to feed you crap tell them no be strong say no i'm not going to watch this because you i demand better from you if you're going to if better. you're going to have my time that's right you're right you're right, you're right. You're right. <laughs> don't, don't don't feed their negative behavior what that's what right. are you doing well, because you know, i'm a completionist and if, i have if, to if, if you don't watch don't if know. you don't watch it dave you won't have anything to complain about. So you have to watch it. No, or Jen will, be, Jen will be the only strong. one that's salty on the show. That's a very good point. You yeah. can't let one person have the monopoly on saltiness. That's true, true. Jen She's can't have all the fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's... Did I just say earlier in the show, it's it's life is too short to be spending time on things you're not enjoying? It's, it's, Come on. It's, 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 you're right. You're right. It's not. But how will he... Yet I'll still go to work tomorrow. How will, how will, he, how will he know if he doesn't enjoy, if he doesn't watch the entire thing? Because it could get good at the end. I mean, come could. on. No, no, don't reward that bad behavior. <laughs> you you set that show on a timeout and make it think about what it's done. Yes, it could exactly. be like episodes seven, eight, and nine, and really get better at the end and make the other ones feel, you know, not so bad. Wow. And and what happened? Star Wars needed to have a timeout so that Mandalorian could come along, right? You're right. right. See, it right, we had it had to go in a time. It had to go yeah. timeout corner Dave, to think about what it's done. Dave, you said it worked, but then they produced Boba Fett, and that's all I'm saying. <laughs> what was wrong with Boba Fett, dude? It was Mandalorian 2.0. What are you talking about? 2.5. Okay. And it wasn't the Boba Fett show we wanted. Just saying. Right. All right, See? why don't we jump into this, uh, talk a little bit about Picard, but we aren't going to do it. Um, <laughs> speaking, speaking of shows that don't need timeouts. They don't. That's right. This does not need a timeout because Picard is just phenomenal. Um, so what are your thoughts on the uh, latest episodes here that dropped? I'm telling you, it's a freaking paw wraith that's in his head. It yeah. is a paw wraith. It's a paw, I'm tell, if it's Dave not, and, I'm going to be disappointed. Dave and I have been debating this. I'm going to be seriously disappointed because there is no, aside from the changelings coming back, you've got representation from TNG. You got plenty of representation now from Voyager. Well, not plenty, but you got seven and, and fake Tuvok. You got representation from Voyager. You've got nothing from Deep Space Nine. And I'm sorry, people don't tell me, well, Worf's there. No, Worf was TNG before he was DS9. Love it to death. But you need the Paw Wraith coming in there. Because that way you can bring back Avery Brooks as Captain Sisko, making his triumphant return from the the, the the celestial temple and save the world. I still want to see Janeway. Janeway does need to come back. Oh, I bet, I bet we see her in the next coming up. Well, well, there's only, what, two episodes left? Yeah, in the next yep. episode. Yeah, two episodes left. You'll see her again, especially when they get back to Earth for Frontier Day. You'll, That'll you'll be awesome. Camera. That'll be awesome. Yeah. But so it's freaking solids. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. I remember that that, yeah, that was great. Well, that was the, a great death scene. 
Yeah. yeah. It was a beautiful death scene. Now, I did read a rumor that the when she would cut off her hand and talk to that floating like skeleton head, that that's the spirit of Ducat. Ooh. That's manipulating them and doing all that, which would be the good changeling connection, but you know. Who knows? We'll yeah. see. I'm excited for Thursday. I know that much. Yeah, I want to see what's behind the red door. How, ex- how excited? What was that? Talk about a cliffhanger. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. What's behind the red door? I, I haven't been that excited for a Trek cliffhanger since Picard was assimilated. In, in next generation. Yeah. In next gen. Yeah. You know, that, um, that is saying something. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is. You know what? One of the things I, I was talking, David, you and I talked about it. How, ex- how cool was it to see the next gen crew seated around the table all together once again? Yeah, it brought a tear to me. I, yeah. It was just. Scotty oh. wasn't in there. I'm sorry. No, in spirit. We were all there. They were all there. <laughs> Kirk was there. He was just a little while away in Daystrom yeah. in a frozen tank. <laughs> I still want to see him make an appearance too. But Kirk? Yeah. I don't oh, know God, wouldn't that be funny? They trot William Shatner's 90-some-year-old ass out there to make a cameo <laughs> appearance. You, you that know, would just be priceless. They, they could if they it had. They do it too. They, what they could do is they could do it with like a vid from the past speaking to the future. They could do a video where they oh. record like history. It wouldn't be him actually there physically, but they could they could bring him out as as in that in that way. They do a montage of all of the all, captains of all the captains from Archer on Chrissy. I can't. We can't hear you. Maybe Chrissy or something. It's oh, been I was a long just, I was just saying. Look to that music in the background. Right. I will find you. <laughs> I will find you. That's right. They bring that Enterprise theme song. They bring Archer back. They, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, why? Why that song? It's so annoying. (laughs) It kind of reminds me, Dave, that that exchange between Quark and uh, Garrick about root beer. That song. Just had that on here. Yes. Yeah. Coy and bubbly, just like the Federation. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's vile, but then you grow to like it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, not brainwash me with your exposure therapy. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I don't know. Miles has been trying to do that with all the memes he's been posting in the chat. Yeah, they're beautiful. I love every single one of them. He just keeps <laughs> messaging me like, I'm going to make this happen. That's right. Listen. To be fair, eventually I've, I've, you will fold. For loving the song and hating the song equally, if I could find one that hates the song just as much as it loves the song, I will post it because it because I want I want the reactions. And yes. uh, so the, the one the last one was with the, with the red door. What was behind the red door was the artist singing that singing the song. So <laughs> so good. I love. Yeah. Uh. Torment yeah. that I put up with. <laughs> I know, I know. So, anything else about like Dominion, Surrender, the Bounty that kind of stuck out to you? So, what I'm enjoying is, and I've said this before, the band coming back together. The dialogue for them is just brilliant. I it thought is. the last episode 
when 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 Deanna and, and, and Riker are kind of having their come to Jesus meeting and uh, trying to work their stuff out and reconcile and like that, just just a beautiful conversation between them two. And uh, you know, Riker, you know, stand in front of Deanna, that changeling henchman, and, and then you know, you hear the Klingon music, you know, the, the sword going through his chest, and uh, you know, just. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure the show has its flaws, but I'm having a hard time finding them. This was it was, it was a perfect rescue, right. and, and Worf's dialogue, Worf's dialogue alone is just it, it's just brilliant. They right. they have to give him a show where he yeah. you know, and, and have have the same people writing for him because his his lines, Christy, you have you have you watched any of Picard yet this season? No, but you know, I I've seen like various clips and other things like from it. I just I just haven't caught up yeah, with it yet. Yeah. Um, but it it definitely I definitely want to see it. Um, and I was just thinking, you know, it's it's hard to revisit characters after a story is done and age them well to like be at a believable spot of like how did they get there? Because especially when you have like character development and you feel like okay, this character has like I don't want to say like arrived but has finished their character development arc and to like revisit them because you know when you when you first meet a character they have like flaws and they have to go on this journey and you have to go on a journey with them and if you've already been on a journey with them and their journey is kind of done it's hard to then re-pick up from a journey because like you have you have to start somewhere to go somewhere and if they're already like you know at that end spot that end product like you you either have to like devolve them which then makes the which can cheapen the other story that you've experienced and their growth which i think is one of the reasons why people were so like me were so salty about you know what happened in star wars was i felt like a lot of our characters that we loved i'm like who who is this person how do we get here like this is not the character i know but when i go back to star trek I'm like, yes, these are the characters I know, these are the characters that I Absolutely. love, and yeah. and I'm excited to see what they've been doing for 20 years and how they're and how they developed and where they're still going. And I just it feels so much more authentic to the original characters. And it doesn't feel like the stories that were told in the original Star Trek have been cheapened in any way by what we're getting now. If anything, they've incorporated those stories into the into this series in a way that validates them and gives them new relevance. You know, right. and so, and, and so and I think so, that that's beautiful. I yes, think, and so that's what you get. We're going miles. Sorry. I, I think you'll enjoy Worf's journey for, for what with yeah. your counseling background. Uh, they, they they have definitely. Um, made Worf evolve and change, uh, but still be his badass self, but uh, a much more layered individual. Um, so they, 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 I mean, they acknowledge the time has gone by. And uh, um, so I'll just, I'll just leave it there. I don't want to spoil it for you. I think, I think, I think you'll enjoy it when you dig in. Well, I, I, I like that we're getting the people that were there, but they're still like, but, things have clearly happened they're not just like right. you know they haven't just 
been somehow like in a stasis and woke up and said, oh my goodness, what, right, what happened right. here? The world has changed, but I have not. Um, which is the other fault that can happen when you're like revisiting characters is you're like, nothing has changed about you. Were you just in a coma for the past 20 yep. years? Like what, what's going on? Um, so I just, it's really all, and all of them are just done so well that way. Do you know, I, I, and it's not, it's not like there's, they, they've grown, but they haven't grown so much that there's not that familiarity. You know, Dave, you and I talked about just the banter between Riker and Worf, right? The one-liners oh that come yeah. out of it are, is incredible. And it's, so on one hand, they, they are, they have evolved. They have, they have not been stagnant, but there's enough of who these people are that you recognize them and say, yes, this is the Star Trek. And it's, I think it had, Chrissy, it has to be a balance, right? You can't have the characters be stagnant, but, they have to show elements of what they were in the show so we can buy it. Well, I mean, it's kind of like when you haven't seen, you know, like friends that you or someone like you were really good friends with years ago and then you run into them and yet you're like different people, like, you know, you're, you've changed and evolved or whatever, but you can still have like those zingers and things. Like if I run into someone from like marching band around town or something, like we just, we pick right up where we left off you know, and, and we'll have like the references and the jokes and like the, you know, the back and forth banter that we used to have. And it's just like right there, but there's other things also going on. And so it's almost like the banter is still there, but it's not the same bite. It's almost just like a, it's just another way of like relating and saying, hey, like remember this thing. Like it's a rekindling of a certain relationship that you have. Right. And, and you'll see that with with a lot of people. Um, that's why if you get, you know, if you're revisiting, like, your relatives or something, or, like, you're with, like, your spouse or your significant other, and then you, like, you go, like, back to their relatives and their family, you may, like, see them almost, like, start doing things, and you're like, who is this person? Where did they right. come from? Why are you waking? Why are you acting this way? Um, and it's just, it's just that relationship will start triggering right. certain things in that person. Yeah. Chrissy, when you start watching Picard, I, I this season, I really want to get your reactions uh, from each one because there's just so much good character stuff in here, and just a, a great exploration okay. of the human. Condition. So, so pick, guys, pick which one I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on. I'm either gonna focus on Picard or Mandalorian because I'm also studying for my test. So I'm probably not going to have as much time. So which which ones do you want me to do? Picard. Yeah. Okay. Picard. Then, yeah, then I will I will there. watch Picard and I will give my reaction to Picard. Yeah. Sounds good. Perfect. I, I I do the test. The test cost me two hundred and sixty dollars to sign up for, and I really don't want to have to pay another two hundred and sixty dollars if I fail it. Fair enough. Oh, Fair no, enough. no, no, not at all. Fair enough. Yes. Priorities. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we're going to hold off in the interview. I think this yeah, because we, uh, we we ran long. We had some good dialogue, good conversation here. So it's been great chatting with you. Great, Jen, to have you back on the show. So, you too, Chrissy. Yeah, yeah, yes. you too, Chrissy. Your alter ego, Jen. Yeah, wherever <laughs> she is, I don't I don't know who this person is. Yeah, who are you talking about? Right. Um, oh, yeah, it's, been, it's, been, it's been great chatting with each one of you and just talking and dissecting. We spent way too much long on Ahsoka, but that was good. It was a great conversation. <laughs> well, so, I mean, yeah, it's but, Ahsoka, 
that. I know. Right, right, right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, is there anything else we need to talk about, or did we uh, dissect the TV shows, Star Wars, and everything? I think we did a good job. Talk about it yeah. a lot longer. But, uh, yeah, we probably could. But uh, we won't. We won't. All right. Well, I believe that's about it. And uh, Miles, why don't you go ahead and uh, take us out of the show here? All right. Till next time. Good night and good luck. We'll see you. Leave your tips on the table. And go boldly to at Sci Fi Diner Podcast now on Instagram. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. We do have an Instagram. That's right. I forgot oh, we Dave. Do? Yeah, Dave. I, Dave created it. So I I missed this. Yeah. I, I I didn't really announce it yet until right. literally so, just now. Just now. Oh, he has pictures of his like real life robots on it. It's great. Oh. Oh, I gotta put that. I should put them on there. You should. Yeah. I should. I should give you. I should give you pictures of me and like Star Wars, like from Disney. Absolutely. Totally. Well, I'll let you post them. We'll give you the login. We'll get that offline. Oh, yes.